The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felos. And this week, we are going to follow up on what I shared as a Mother's Day present. So I hope you went and downloaded that sleep meditation um, to have a good night and uh, really have a peaceful sleep, infuse your unconscious mind with self-loving affirmations, empowering affirmations, because that is something that I use myself to make changes in my life. And I've been using this kind of meditations for a long time with my clients Many years ago, I shared one to love yourself and um, get ready for more peaceful relationships, and people loved it. So what I want to share today, so we shared something for the evening when you end your day and it's time to go to sleep in a peaceful emotional state. Today, I would like to share a five-minute meditation. I know a lot of people, when I tell them that I've been meditating for over 22 years, their first answer is, oh, I can't meditate. My mind is too active. And including my mother, who was here not so long ago, and I taught her a five-minute meditation to start with because when you are under the impression that you cannot meditate, that's just a belief, by the way, because your brain is thinking too much, your thoughts do not stop when you meditate. You have gaps between thoughts. But the brain is designed to think. And when you, you're not familiar with meditation, you're first starting, or you're someone who's usually very active, starting with 20 minutes is huge. It's too much. It's overwhelming. So what I always recommend for people to do is to start small and increase. And um, 
I actually created a class. I don't know if I still have it. If I still have it, I'll share uh, the class with the people in my circles on my newsletter, but I don't think that I kept it. I don't want to give you false hope. <laughs> but I taught a class, a four-part class, uh, back then in my house on meditation and several ways to meditate. And that opened people's mind because there are so many ways to meditate. So what I'm going to share today is a five-minute meditation that I started doing when I first divorced in uh, 2006 or maybe 2007, because I divorced in 2006, but I don't know if I started it right away. I started this meditation when I was working on my fear of ending up in the street because I was the sole provider for my kids financially, emotionally, etc., etc., and I didn't have any um, how do you go, alimony or whatever. No one was helping me financially. And I suddenly was overwhelmed with the thought that if I lost my job, we would all be in the streets. So I really started doubling my spiritual practice. And I added, I usually meditated in the evening. So I added that meditation in the morning and not so much to work on the fear, but more about creating my reality and unlisting the support of the universe and what I believe for myself, my invisible tribe. Uh, maybe you call them your guides. Maybe you call them something else. It doesn't matter, even if you don't really believe in that or are not really familiar with that, just imagine that when I say your invisible tribe, it can be your inner wisdom, your connection to the universe, your soul to the universe. That's your invisible tribe. Or if you believe in other stuff like me, like angels and guides and ancestors, you, can, you, you know already your tribe, if that's your belief. So I'm going to add an aspect of that in the meditation. And I'm also going to add an intention because intention works on two levels. One, it gives instructions to your brain to focus on that today. That's relevant. That's important. So when you will be going about in your day, you, your brain will know what to pay attention to. Anything that is aligned with your current intention, if you make it strong enough, and maybe remind yourself of your intention during the day, um, your brain will show you how it is relevant to your intention. And if you're starting with intention, maybe start with a weekly intention. It's easier to withhold because a day is pretty short and... Sometimes we forget and we get to the night and we're like, oh, shoot, I didn't reinforce my intention. I didn't even pay attention to it. And it's almost like, quote, unquote, a wasted intention day. Anywhere we don't consciously uh, apply intention, 
we will apply our unconscious intention. And if we have beliefs that don't serve us, if we have paradigms that are not aligned with what we consciously want, unfortunately, we're going to create from our unconscious limited or negative paradigms. And that's not really what we want. So when you apply an intention to a wig, it's easier to cultivate. Or the other thing you can do is to have a more general intention that you know you would want for all the days in your life. Like today, I'm going to be open to the universe's guidance and I will be aligned with joy. I will infuse my day with joy. I will find moments of joy during my day. I will infuse everything I do with joy or I will look at everything I do with a joy filter. Or what I'm working personally lately on is I want to be a source of love for others. And to be fully transparent, I had several conversations lately. The universe is really, really wanting me to pay attention to love and some kind of unconditional love. I personally struggle with that notion of unconditional love because as humans, we want to survive and we want to protect ourselves. So in my mind, and I know it's my own distorted belief, in my mind, unconditional love resonates with no matter what the person is going to do to you, you need to love and you need to continue loving. And I know I had many relationships in my life, dysfunctional relationships with dysfunctional partners or people that I spent a long relationship with. And I know that also resonated with this dysfunctional aspect in me. It's, it's, it's never on one side only. And I did a lot of work to change. However, for me, unconditional love even in a friendship or in anything, and that person is aggressive and I'm setting boundaries, saying that I'm going to love that person unconditionally meant that I had to stay in the relationship. And it took really, I made a shift last week because I went for, for an energy treatment and the person who did it talked again about unconditional love in my love relationships, in my everywhere. And that, that scrambled my brain. I was like, what am I going to do if I'm in a relationship with a guy, a man that does not meet the needs that I have or, or does not respect my non-negotiable and I need to love him unconditionally? And it, it really, I couldn't even reflect about it because I was so confused. Because the healer told me, you need to let go of expectations. You need to let go of needs. You need to give, give unconditional love. And give, be on the giving mode. And to me, I've been in so many relationships where I gave, gave, and people were taking. 
that scrambled me, that scared me, until I realized, because I listened to another conference um, from that specific healer in Hebrew, and he shared the notion of being the source of love for others. And that shifted my whole perception. I can be the source of love for people who I decide to not be in a relationship with. I use now the term of being a source of love for people. And in my mind, I know maybe in your mind, it doesn't, there is no difference at all. But in my mind, there was one because attached to the notion of unconditional love was a notion of obligation to stay. So anyway, my intention lately is to be a source of love everywhere, in every area of my life. And that changes my relationships. And I know that if it is my intention, I can have this intention until the end of my life. And it will be beneficial for me and for everyone around me. So pick an intention maybe that is so broad that you can keep, you could, if you decided to keep that intention for the rest of your life, for every day that are going to that you're going to live for the rest of your life until the, the, the day you pass. That way, you can really cultivate it in death. So that was the somehow technical side of explaining how to use that meditation. And now, if you're ready, I'm going to ask you to find a comfortable place and to... Close your eyes and start breathing to the count of six seconds in and six seconds out. You can put a hand on your heart if it helps you get connected to this moment. Inhale six seconds in. Exhale, six seconds out. And continue breathing to that rhythm. And as you breathe, relax your tongue at the bottom of your mouth. Relax your face. Relax your entire body. And imagine that from the base of your spine, you have energy roots going down into the earth, deep, 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 where you can let go of anything that is not serving you, and from which you can pull some life force energy from the earth. So it's both ways. One way you discard of anything that is not aligned with your highest good and the other way the earth is sending you healing energy. And from your head, you have an opening on the crown of your head. You receive the life force energy that comes from above. Entering your body, filling up all your cells 
you have two energies entering your body and bringing you life force energy, vitality, centeredness. Now go back to your breathing. Make sure you breathe to the count of six. And focus on the empty space behind your eyes. This infinite empty space. And imagine that you're now breathing from your heart center in the middle of your chest. You inhale amazing energy and life force from your heart center and you exhale anything that is not useful or necessary. Just spend a few breaths like that. And now imagine that from your heart center, a beam of energy is connecting with your invisible tribe. Whomever they are to you. This tribe that is there for you every minute of your life, guiding you, loving you, send some love back, send some thank you back from your heart to them. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for being with me all the time. Thank you for the guidance. Thank you for everything that you worked on behind the curtain and I got the benefits from. All those synchronicities, all those great opportunities, all this healing that happened in my life, all the healing that is going to happen in my future. Thank you. And let yourself feel that energy sending. You're sending it to them and they're sending it to you. You are loved. You are not alone. And imagine that you are connected to them and all of your power together is creating an intention for this day. Peace or love being the source of love or receiving joy, feeling joy, radiating joy. And seeing every opportunity to add joy to everything that you're doing. What is your intention? As you pick that intention, give a clear instruction to your brain to show you anything that is relevant to that intention today in your life. Anywhere where you can even increase that intention, anywhere you can learn something about that intention, anywhere you can feel that intention. And really feel the energy of that intention emanating from you. Be aligned with it. 
and declare it is my intention for today. And so it is. And now take a deep breath and open your eyes. That is something that I've been doing for years. And that's something that will map your day. It will change your life. Try it for a little bit. Try it for at least a week or two and come back to me and tell me how it changed your life. So that's it for today. It's a short episode. And next week, I have an interview for you. It's a woman who's in my uh, tapping circle and who's also a tapping coach. And she has her own approach with it. I really want to expose you to how you can use tapping in so many ways. And talking about tapping, if you have a hard time with connecting with that invisible tribe, I'm going to do a short tapping session. I'll I'll let you know in my newsletter when it's going to be on. I will record it so that you can open to more of that. Even if you don't want to call it your invisible tribe, you can call it your inspired um, impulses, your inner wisdom, whatever you want to call it. It's the notion of something invisible that is guiding you, helping you, and loving you. So that's it for today. Now it's the real goodbye. I'll see you next week or I'll talk to you next week. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify or any other platform of your choice. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.